Sometimes I can't tell. All right, welcome back to the Different Spectrums podcast. If you haven't listened to our show before, we have conversations around mental health and we dabble in humor. Just yeah, no one on the podcast can see that. Just so you know, he was putting up his fingers (laughs) as if it was small. Yeah, that's the normal side. (laughs) Not everyone is the same. Okay, we're all different. Equality. Oh my god! All right. We also try to help people understand, identify, and normalize their emotions from movies and shows, specifically certain (laughs) scenes. You probably already watched these movies and shows, but we're going to use a different perspective, and one could say a different spectrum. He's holding up a Charizard, everybody. He's holding <laughs> up a Charizard and making the sound that you get when they're cleaning your mouth out in the <laughs> dentist's office. And when they start, the thing is stuck on your lip, or it's like from, or it's like from that Friday when a vacuum gets stuck on his lip. Gosh, I love it. That made me crack up when I first saw that scene. Oh, it was bad. It was I bad. Died. Yep. All right, and with that, I am your co-host for the show, Spencer. And of course, we're joined with our other co-host, or just our other host, whatever. He's our licensed clinical therapist. He's our sound maker. We're going to call him that. You ever need a sound? We thought about getting like a sound machine for the show, but that would have been terrible. And we already have Nas's mouth. Yep. We got it. I'm just like that guy from uh, back in the 90s. Who was who? What was that guy's name? Arsenio Hall. There we go. <laughs> he made all the noises. Was no, wait, no, he wasn't. He didn't who, make any noise. You're talking about the dude from uh, Police Academy. I forgot what his name was. Oh damn! I thought Arsenio Hall used to make all the noises too. No, it was, I think it was. I don't think he did. I think he was. Just who's the dude? Yeah, dude. who's the dude from Police Academy? You know what? Everybody in the comments just say who it is because yeah. that's help. how we get user engagement. User you know? engagement. Put it in the comments. We're gonna have a lot of people put shit in the comments because we're like, who was dead again? <laughs> I said. Oh yeah. Sam. Uh right. yeah, well, I'm the grand poo The therapist. Your mentor. The wise, wise man. The wise, the wise. Come in the wise. I love how I give you an intro and you just mm-hmm. totally shit on it and just do it yourself, even mm-hmm. though I just gave you the intro. I got my fire nickname. Great. I'm glad. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> All right. Today, we're taking a look at a scene from the movie Hardball featuring Keanu Reeves. Yep. The, the great. Um, Not softball. Hardball. Hardball. We play him. Balls are hard. we're gonna be doing the scene where the little boy pitcher he i'm just calling him that i don't know his fucking name he's like little drummer boy little boy pitcher um (laughs) he plays music in order to get in his uh zone in order to pitch um and then of course the white coach just white man 
White man. Just White man. told him because he was torching up his kids too much on the plate. So yep. he told him to take off those headphones and and then it leads to him losing the game because he can't focus. Yep. Can't regulate. Nope. Can't regulate. And then later on, uh, the team comes together and they sing for him. And so, and then he, he's able to pitch. He's able to pitch. He's so, a focus. Yes. We're going to be talking about music. We're going to be talking about the tism. The tism. We're going to talk about the tism and the music. The tism and music. How they all fit anxiety. together. Little bit anxiety. I ain't got nothing else to say. ADHD. Kicked All right. Well, yep. I just started thinking about sandwiches. Anything, anything I'm like, sandwich? else before we get into it? Let's see. Well, if anyone can find my sandwich, let me know. Jesus okay. Um, uh, so, folks, uh, continue to follow the socials uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what's the other thing called? TikTok. I'm like, what's it called? Um, Continue, continue to doom scroll through our page. I yes. appreciate you, uh, the the few that have been going back and liking everything since day one recently. Much appreciated. Uh, listen to the pod. Let us know what other things you want us to check out, and we will get to it. But today we're gonna get into hardball, and shortly after that, Chicken Larry, and then we're getting right back into trauma. After that, we got a couple easy ones for you, and we're getting right back into trauma. Yep. You thought we were done with it. Nope. Right back into it. Get right back. And then we're finally going to make a crescendo into gangster movies. Wow. Yep. What a jump. We're going to go right right into gangster movies. And I already got a cocaine ready. Oh, my God. (laughs) Get to the clip already. My God. We're getting to the clip. Jesus. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. agreement the kid can't wear headphones while he pitches now, matt makes a good point about safety come on you're kidding me right think about it what if he gets hurt because he can't hear in a dangerous situation there's liability issues bring it in fellas come on bring it in what are you doing bring it in i want you guys to explain to them why they lost jamal and why miles can't wear headphones and why the Buwas and the Watas have nice uniforms and we have shitty t-shirts. Now, easy, coach. You're already on a warning. Cucumbas, this is the president. And that is the coach of the goofiest team in the league. And they kicked Jamal off the team because he was born two weeks early. And now they're making Miles take his headphones off because he's pitching too good. Fellas, fellas, you have to understand that everyone has to follow the same rules. That's some weak ass bullshit, you bitch ass motherfucking busters. What did you say? I believe he said that is some weak ass bullshit. Was that it, G Baby? 
Yeah, let's see. No, you are on thin ice, pal. I can have you removed from this league. Good job, Clarence. Thanks, Coach. Good job. Miles, come on. Listen, we're tied 2 2. We just need to get one guy out. Coach, I can't pitch. These guys are really going to sweat me. They're going to yell, then I can't think. This guy's one of the best hitters in the league. Miles, you're in charge out here, okay? Don't rush. Hey, you can hear Big Papa in your head, right? Yeah, just sometimes I lose the rhythm. Miles, you're great. I'm not worried. Just watch the scene of Hardball where little boy pitcher. Little boy, little, little drummer boy. Little drummer boy. Um, was told that he had to take off his headphones by one of the coaches. So it's a fair, it's a safety, it's a safety hazard, which safety we all know. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's a know. lie. We know it's a goddamn lie. What did G-Baby say? 
This some bullshit ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, all right, little child. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of attitude. Well, yeah, a lot of attitude for a little boy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so um, yeah, I take him off and I start getting distracted by his surroundings, everything around him, and yep. uh, lost the game because he couldn't throw the ball the same when he had the yep. headphones on. <laughs> Um, and then skipping towards the end, um, we had a moment where they're winning finally. And uh, same team, championship same game. Team, same team, same team. And they finally play him, and his coach finally gives him that support they needed. Because at first, Keanu Reeves wasn't given this support, probably. He was just saying it's all bullshit. Um, so I'm not going to play. And then that means you shouldn't play. Um, but then, you know, finally comes back as a coach and says, all right, I'm going to help him out. And so he starts singing, I love it when you call me Big Pop by the Notorious B.I.G. Good song. Kind of weird that these kids are talking about getting someone pregnant at a Little League game. Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why are little ass kids over here thrift busting in, a, in the outfield? Look. Let me tell you something. We can all we can all associate with notorious B.I.G. Right? Yeah. That's just how it goes. I kids didn't even know what that meant. She had my baby. I don't know why she having my baby, but she about to have it. <laughs> having my baby, baby. Oh, dancing in the outfield. It was awesome. Yeah. So great uplifting scene. Great, great uplifting scene. Um <laughs> and he was finally able to concentrate and do his thing. Get in the rhythm. Yep. You're out of there. Yeah, out of here. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Nazir. What did you think of this scene? Why did you pick this? Why did you pick this scene? Yes. It's a fresh gabagool. The gabagool. Gabagool. Um, I've used this scene a lot in therapy. Well, you've seen Harbaugh, haven't you? And my... <laughs> My 19-year-olds these days are like, who? <laughs> what? You know who Keanu Reeves? Oh, John Michael Wick. B. Jordan? Yeah, yeah, Michael B. Jordan when he was a baby. Yeah. Uh, you, you know John Wick, right? Uh, who's in the Matrix? What's the Matrix? Oh, God. That's just, that's just sad. Yeah, I'm off. <laughs> Leave right now. Don't yeah. talk to me. Yeah, here's your anxiety, man. Now just go. <laughs> Red pill or blue pill? Which one do you want? I'll take both. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm here to see and shit. So, um, <laughs> uh, so I've talked about this scene a million times, and I would go back and play it, uh, but it's not very clear uh, the YouTube links of this scene. So now, hopefully, right. we'll be able to put it up, and it won't get blocked and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. So hopefully, this will be a very clear shot of it, and I can use it in therapy moving forward. Right. It's about how people regulate their music. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're freaking out in class, you're freaking out at home, you or you just had a long day and you want to vibe out in your car, you put on your tunes, you zone out, you do your thing. You know, and what this dude is doing is it, it makes him not anxious because he says, Hey man, I ain't got my headphones on no more. I lose focus. They're gonna be yelling at me and I'm gonna be overstimulated. I'm gonna wig out, boom, boom, boom. He's gonna he's gonna hit the ball, we're gonna lose the game. Yeah. Uh, so it's just too much. So the music is regulating. Mm-hmm. So I'll start talking to students. Okay, what do you like this and that? We're going through coping skills. What helps you like legit go from a 10 where you can write it, like throw up on someone 
What can mm-hmm. bring you down to like a seven, six, five, four? And music is usually one of the biggest things that everyone says every yeah. time. So I'll get to some more stuff about playing music and singing music, uh, but this is usually where I go. I'm, let me tell you a story. It's about a young pitcher boy. Oh Jesus! On a on a impoverished team. In the ghettos of a city, because I don't know what city it is. <laughs> I don't even know. What city. And then, and then a white man tried to try to mess it up. Uh, yeah, I I've always liked the scene. Shortly after the championship game, uh, when you, one of the, fa- the little kid that cussed, huh. one of the favorite actors, uh, he ends up getting shot in a drive-by, and it's literally like the most devastating thing there is. Oh, uh, watching G Baby die, which is like their manager for the team. Right. Yeah, super gross. Uh, so that's why I picked it. A lovely scene that I've used a million different times in therapy. And I figured me and you would talk about music, autism, mm-hmm. and like self-soothing and, and relaxing, vibing out, chilling. Right. Yeah. 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 I like it. I like it a lot. So. Yes. Big Papa. Big, big Pep. Big old. Let me stop. Calm it down. Oh, I'm about to go right <laughs> off the cliff with that one. Uh, uh, so, Spence, I know you love your music. Yes. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you're listening to it all the time or if you're only, I know you love it in the car, and I know yeah. that you love singing it. You love your singing. I do. I do. Um, yeah. I, I like to sing when I'm comfortable. In certain places, otherwise, I'm just listening to it, um, folks. And yeah. he ain't just like, just kind of like you know, masculinity singing it. He's hit. When the fire comes out, he's hitting the high notes. I'm hitting them notes. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> he we, goes we, up there. Let me tell you something, man. Once we hit the road this summer, it's, it's on. Yeah. Hit them notes. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, and this is the funny thing with Spence. It don't matter what the volume's at in the car. If it's if it's at like a thirty, and you can hear everything in the car, he's still singing. It, even at mm-hmm. the, the same volume, if it was at a hundred, he don't give a shit. He's singing. He's doing nope. his thing, and I don't I'm care because I got ADHD, so I I kind of like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the whole Spence yeah. goes to singing, boy. I go to singing for some songs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a thing. I mean. It is what it is, man. I, I lately I've been listening to a lot of uh yeah. What do you listen? Weekend, okay. Dawn FM that that album. I've just been like listening on repeat. Is it new um, or old? It's newer. It came out okay. last year. Okay, so twenty twenty two came out. Um, it it all depends. I usually do have like a playlist I made up, but um. Yeah, lately I've been listening to like Post Malone, a um, couple songs from him. There was one song I played today that it's from this anime called Attack on Titan. Okay, yep. And it's like the intro song to one of them. And it's just like heavy, heavy metal. Almost had like a stroke just listening to it. Like it was the preview. It just went like... Intense. Just hard. Yeah. It's called the rumble, rumbling, the rumbling, and um, 
oh man it's such such a heavy metal song and i was not ready for it (laughs) i played it it's just i was like well turning that off real quick um can't do that overstimulated yep it's like Uh, when uh first for the wwe fans because i know we got a few that watch this i bet you it's probably something like when uh braun Strowman's music when he comes out and it's just him Mm -hmm. that yells and it's just him screaming it's let me tell you something if you listen to it you would automatically be just like overstimulated that shit just goes like just grunge shit um but yeah that's how some um, of the wwe intros are there you go see it's not the same anymore get get my current angle my Kurt Angle theme music, just trumpets. But dun, 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 dun. You suck. Dun, yep. dun, dun, you oh, suck. I got that going all the time. <laughs> I don't need a trumpet. Don't even have music to it. I'm just my own voice. <laughs> yeah, dun, 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 you suck. <laughs> uh, what, else, what else you got playing these days? Uh, it depends. I mean, if I'm working out or anything, I really want to have like a... Um, really high playing kind of fast paced song um <laughs> going for the most part um but honestly right now something i've also been listening to is a lot of um is a lot of um todd rungren he's good he has a song called hello it's me okay which i really love slow song but it's good um but yeah i mean in terms of like playing sports and like having music i i get so distracted by everything else that i can't really think of music like i do it when i'm just playing by myself but i can't not when you're in the game not when i'm in the game i take off my headphones and everything to not be distracted um but but it kind of sucks because sometimes i try to think of like a song to get myself back in a rhythm and i just doesn't hit. I just lose. Yeah, no. It, and I lose focus, honestly, if I do yep. that, because I'm not focusing on the game. So that makes sense. Is that you ever see them knuckleheads? I love it when Rushbrook is dancing and doing his thing before the beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah. And who who else does it? Well, I know Rushbrook does it a lot. There was someone. Oh, it was the the Suns team. Oh, I yeah. want people to Google the Suns. And one of the fans was a young kid. He come off the onto the court. And they all just start dancing and like, and and doing a thing with them. It was the coolest thing, dude. Yeah. The sun. Have you? You know what clip I'm talking about? It happened I this think year. So I think I might have seen that. Yeah. Yeah, super cool. Like literally, like That's four cool. of the dudes just go out in the in the sideline, just start dancing with his little kid. It's before mm-hmm. the game. So I always enjoy that. Hilarious. I feel like Westbrook, Cameron Payne, like we're always doing that before the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it to get in rhythm. Gotta get in rhythm, it. have some fun. Have some fun and then also just relax. Cause a lot of the time, especially if I if I have like a really stressful day, it's hard for me to play basketball because it's um it messes with my arms, honestly. My arms feel like like uh stiff. Tense. Yeah, I just have like really tense arms as like if I have a really stressful day yep. and then I can't play basketball at all because my shot is completely off and i just and then that's a whole thing if my shot's off i'm just like makes the day even worse yeah so it's it's a real thing it's a a vibe but naz what have you been listening to let me tell you no uh uh 
So I haven't really been listening to a whole lot of new stuff, man, because I've obviously been busy for the last two years doing school. So right. I've just been grinding, listening to the same old, same old stuff. But now, you know, I got the radio in the morning because mm-hmm. the XM's, you know, dead because I didn't pay the bill. <laughs> so I'm listening to the radio in the morning. So there's a talk show host, a talk show that I listen to. It's hilarious. And they'll right. play some songs. Um, and then, there, so I say that in general because there's this one song that sticks out by Macklemore. It's called Maniac. It's mm-hmm. one of my funnest songs to listen to. It's just fun. Yeah. It gives me like the same feeling as like when I'm listening to Happy back in the mm-hmm. day by Pharrell, right? Uh, yeah. Same type of vibe to me, man. He's just, even though he's this guy calling himself a maniac. Um, I think it's like a love song. And then it's kind of like a weird 90s TV show kind of host type of thing vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fun. I'll put it on replay. But most of the stuff I'm listening to is... Uh, Imagine Dragons, Hozier, the Irish dude. So it's kind of like indie music, indie rock. Mm-hmm. Um, Tenacion, Triple X, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and then what's what's other homeboy's name? Another R.I.P. Uh, Juice oh, World. Pump? No. Yeah, Juice World. I'll put some of that in there. Um, then I just kind of let those vibe. Oh, there's this other dude that John Bellion I like to listen to too. Sometimes I'll throw it in like random and let it go, but most of the time I'm trying to listen to something like kind of chill, and then I'll mm-hmm. pick it up with t- a couple of those dudes with rap. Right. Um, it just depends what the lift is. In so by lift I mean what is the exercise and what is the area, and right. then what is the mood. Uh, so I rarely turn it way up, but when I turn it way up, that's usually because I'm doing some heavy weight, right. uh, and so. I'll do that, and then probably tear a ligament, and then, you know, I'll go back to listen to Sam Smith. <laughs> like, I need to be rubbed. <laughs> yep. I'm like, yep, I did one good squat, and <laughs> now I'm going right back to lullabies. <laughs> um, so that, that's some of the songs there. That's a good majority of what I listen to, just on repeat. Same songs I've been listening to for, like, the last five, six years. Which is, it's always interesting, because we just have, like, such a we have similar music tastes in some ways in some ways but for the most part like what we listen to on a daily basis completely different completely different yep completely different and that kind of i think that also goes into like you know just ourselves in general like right like i usually listen to like hip-hop r&b stuff sometimes i go into like the rock phases here and there um while you kind of go into more like that indie kind of soothing kind of keeping you on like a low pace in terms yeah. of like your emotions while me i'm trying to hype myself up and be like yep. you're going up a threshold yeah where i can only do that for a certain a certain step or two but even with the tenacion that i'm listening to most of his, his stuff is real chill too. well some of it's emo screen but most of it's pretty wow. chill yeah yeah and that's why, like, usually when I play music in the car, I'm like, all right, do not play anything really high, fast paced. Yeah. Because <laughs> I you know play... you'd be like, just switch it to. Oh, anything super, super intense. You got you got one song. <laughs> I got one, yeah, one more hour. So I got to make it, make it count. Make it count. Yeah, yeah. I like to do the vibing and chilling, man, because then it just takes me way out in the left field if it's too much. Mm-hmm. And then I get tired and shit. But it depends. Like, it can be super fast-paced with some stuff I know. Like, Pops, he he can't really take a lot of loud music. But if it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire 
or any of the mm-hmm. classic rock stuff, I mean, it's on full blast in the car and like your ears are bleeding. Yeah, fair enough. So, fair I enough. mean, and my mom always used to say, all the music sounds better really loud. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Make it sure your eardrums bleed. Yeah. That's when it's best. Yeah. So, you know, when you bleed from the bell, or I meant from the music, trauma response sorry <laughs> um yeah man music is a wonderful thing it is uh, so we all do it for different reasons for some it's just to vibe and chill some of it's after a long day like you mm-hmm. uh some of us is for the lifting like me i really like it when i'm in the car or lifting otherwise i don't really listen to music i like right. playing the same old tv shows over and over over and over yeah. and so when i talk to clients about these things mm-hmm. I said, what, what are you playing on repeat? You play on repeat? Like, do you listen to the song once or twice? Or do you do like Colin, where he'll take one song and put mm. it on repeat for the entire hour workout? One song. Oh, wow. It's intense. Yeah. So he is not the only one that does that. No. Many of my anxious clients and many of my neurodivergent clients will put the same one or two songs over and over or the same soundtracks over and over and over. It's, it's like comforting. It's soothing. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to a client the other day, and she goes, you know, I I went on this neurodivergent playlist on Spotify. I didn't check it out yet. And they just said the music was just so soothing. Right. She's like, Nas, I think I'm autistic. I'm like, hey, you might might be. (laughs) You know, I mean, anyone can get soothing vibrations from music. And then, you know, just because you like that does not mean that you are autistic. Um, But I thought it was funny. So for me, my version of that would be the TV shows. A lot mm-hmm. of my clients will like, uh, I think they call OSTs. It's the soundtracks for like video games and stuff like that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. video games and anime. Some good ones out there. Yeah. Yep. They, my, a lot of my clients love that stuff, man. Yeah. Eat it up. Eat it up. <laughs> like a slim gym. See, I wonder because of like before, before like streaming services and everything. I was always watching like reruns and stuff of different okay. shows like Friends. Friends was always on reruns. That was in a heavy rotation. Yep, Scrubs. That was a big one for me too. A um, couple other ones, but I wonder if because of like streaming services, it's become even more popular because it's just at your fingertips. You can watch it anytime. Um, yep. For example, like New Girl, like dom she i and i do too i love watch i can watch like new girl like all the time i'm back to watching it i was actually off of it for about a year and a half yeah almost two years and now it's in a heavy daily rotation see and then actually we just started watching living single with queen latifah we started watching that um on repeat because that's just it's one of those shows that you could just put on in the background and stuff it's a good it's a really i actually really love that show Living single. There you go. Um, shout out to Queen Latifah. The queen. The queen. Doesn't get enough credit. Does not get enough credit. No. She got a lot of shows, a lot of movies. Her, a lot of great stuff. Her biography is a, lot a great long music list. Too. Yeah, long list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you bring up a couple different things here. You're talking about shows. So yes. user engagement. Please comment the shows that you got... Heavy rotation. Which ones you got? The Office. What you got? The... What are the shows in heavy rotation, and or what are the what's the music in heavy rotation? 
just hyperlink a YouTube clip if you could for us or comment in our uh, Instagram. I would also love to see the numbers on like streaming services of like shows that are repeated and then new shows started. Because so that, that was my second point. Oh, there you go. So, of course, I got yawn. Like, your second point sucks. Um, second point is a lot of my folks that are anxious or neurodivergent, they're like, Yeah, I'd be like, You see this? Like, yeah, no. I'd be like, You see this? They'd be like, Yeah, no. Starting new shows is so hard for people because you got, like, you know, for me, it's really hard for me to start new stuff. But then when I get it started, poof, I'll knock it all out in like a day. Yeah. Very common. Same. So there's so much out there music and, and streaming wise, TV wise, it's overwhelming. You don't know what to start because you don't know where it's going to end and just a never ending list. Right. And so that gets in the way of a lot of people watching new stuff is initiation anxiety. And right. then the next thing is, is uh, if it's a new show, it creates a lot of anxiety just watching it because it's all new stuff. So mm-hmm. it can't be a comfort show if it's something that you haven't experienced yet. Sure. To be a comfort show, it has to be something that you've seen at least two, three, four, five times. Or like mm-hmm. me with New Girl or Tacoma FD, you know, yeah, 500, yeah. 600 times. Yeah. Yeah. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, Brooklyn Friends, Nine-Nine. back in the day, Sex in the City, and I was staying up too late. <laughs> Sex in the City. Ooh, girl. Fresh Prince. That was one of mine, too. That was in a heavy rotation. Yeah, that was in there. Yep. Bunch of different shows in heavy rotation. So please comment. But yeah, you bring up a good point is that initiation anxiety. It's hard to start new shit, man. It is. It is. I've been trying. Everybody's saying The Last of Us is amazing. And I'm like, I bet it is. I love Pedro Pascal. Yep. It has to be. But at the same time, I'm also like, I gotta start a new show. Another show. There's also, so it's not all out yet, which kind of sucks. Yep. I don't know. I'm, it, it's kind of tough for me sometimes to be on like, oh, I got to wait till next week to watch it. That's very, you know, that's kind of, it, it's in a way, it's like privileged in a way where I'm just like, ugh, I have to wait a week. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh how dare they? How dare I have to yeah. wait a week? It's a vibe, man. I got some shows that are on the list. I watched that. I told you that you people. I got to that. Yeah. Yeah. Now that my load is a lot lighter, just overall in general in life, I can watch shows again, which is fucking awesome. Right. But it's tough to start new ones, man. It is. It is. Uh, so yeah. music. It's even tougher because it's got to hit that right frequency, and you got to be in the right mood. Yeah, it's true. So if, if we bring it that's back, why I usually to the, go backwards. I don't really go to like new stuff. I usually go back and find new stuff into their stuff heard, but back then so yep that's why so sometimes i'll find a singer that i like and i'll go back and look at their discography just to see what else is in there that i haven't seen mm-hmm. um and when we get back into the scene we launch back in here uh we've got let's therapize it if it was a neurodivergent individual so you take someone that's vibing out doing their thing they're in their own world and you're like, okay, your existence is cool. You're doing okay. But then we're like, well, you, 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 you're not doing everything else the way everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take that from you and we're going to penalize you for existing in your skin, in your mind, in your body. We're going to make you be like everyone else, but now you won't be functional. And then we're going to make fun of you and bully you, call it the R word. We're going to suspend mm-hmm. you. We're going to put you in special ed. 
right? We're gonna and then we're gonna give you medication to drug you up. When all mm-hmm. you had to do was make sure that that individual, that human, had the thing that they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was working with some uh, individuals, neurodivergent individual, also was bipolar. Mm-hmm. And we, we had a conference with the mom. And because um, the mom needed to talk to him. Walks up in the office. My boss is there because she wanted to talk to my boss. She said, Nazir, you ain't nothing but a drug dealer. I said, oh, I looked at my boss. I said, oh, so we go, let me go get my, my, my Rafiki stick in my office real quick. I'm about to knock this. Shit out of my oh, my uh, yeah, you ain't no friend of mine. Uh, she called me a drug dealer, bro. I'm like, yeah, I know you didn't call no white man no drug dealer. Fair enough, yeah. Good farming mother. Uh, yeah, she called me a drug dealer, bro. And guess the drug I was dealing was allowing my student to look at his Pokemon collection or read his pokemon book in my office while we did therapy that is the same thing just so you know it is, it's pretty bad so you the, go to jail for that the boy couldn't talk didn't mm-hmm. want to talk i gave him the i gave him the book so he can look through the book and mm-hmm. talk about everything so you know i've been penalized for doing this and you know with students with adhd bipolar neurodivergent let them touch something let them play with something man I got students that come to my office at a neurodivergent and like, damn, no, nah, usually I always cry in these things or I just can't talk. But I come mm. to your office and it's like a whole new world. Yeah. I'm like, what's the difference? And the one kid just holds up to, I got a little dinosaur in my office that's got sequins on it and you just like, mm. it turns colors. She just holds up the sequin, the sequin thing. And she said, I think it's this. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. So it's not me. She's like, I'm pretty sure it's the sequin joy. <laughs> You did nothing for me. This was it. Well, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> uh, so uh, fast forward like a couple more sessions. Me and that individual, I'm like, all right, girl, you need to buy you a sequin toy or a bag mm-hmm. or a pillow. And, oh, I'll get to it. And then fast forward another couple of sessions. Did you buy it? No. So then we sat in my office the other day and, mm-hmm. and we bought it on Amazon. Nice. That way nice. she can have it when she goes to class and just mess with it, right? No one will say anything. Right. Uh, I've done that with other students too. When they find something in my office that soothes their soul, fidget wise, mm-hmm. we buy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we buy it. Uh, yeah. Why just have it in my office? Bring it to other places that way you can be soothed. So I bring this up because our folks, we need certain things. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not us being spoiled. It's not us being narcissistic. Right, it's not us being super privileged. It, it's it's us needing something to make sure that we can function in this society. Others don't need it; we need it. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's we maybe we need some earplugs in because it's too loud. Maybe we need some shades on because the lights too too something. Maybe we like all black clothing because the white clothing or the yellow is too stimulating, and thus we need something that's just very flat. Mm-hmm. These are all things I've talked to students and worked on. Uh, and maybe for some of them, it's going to be put their big ass headphones on and just vibe out. And just and that's it. And so one of the students of the day, I said, they got these new headphones out from Samsung. Apple got it too, mm-hmm. where they said ambient noise. So they allow you to hear some of the stuff that's around you, but not all of it. Right. So you can hear your music and your surroundings. And they got it when you talk, you open your mouth, mm-hmm. the headphone shuts off automatically, and then you can hear everything. 
And then five or three or ten seconds later, the music cuts back in on its own. I had to look into that. Yeah, yeah I just got on my new Samsung Buds Pro 2. It's uh, only downfall is, is if you hum, <laughs> then no. it'll it'll turn off too. So when I'm lifting, it's not the best. Um, right. But it's pretty cool. They also do it where if you turn, then you can hear all the music in one headphone instead of the other one. It's nuts. 360 audio. It's pretty cool. Um, mm. I told the student, let's do this. So I don't like it in my ear. I said, okay, we're going to get the big headphones. We're going to vibe out because that's what regulates you back and forth to class. It's a whole lot of fucking people in class. You're going to be hearing a whole lot of stuff. Put the music on. Takes us from that seven down to that five. Class puts us back up to seven. We go back to our room, back down to a five. Mm-hmm. Music. Soothe the soul. But now, let's talk about Spence's favorite pastime. On that note, way up here. <laughs> papa. You got me. Um, so my folks that are super anxious, uh, it's extremely hard to focus on an anxious thought or to be anxious on one thing, to stew on one thing, and sing at the same time. If you can, that's what we call the final boss of anxiety. <laughs> that's great. I'm going to get you. We'll get it boogie. Yeah, I got you. Um, it's just impossible, man, because when you're actually singing it, you get yeah. lost in it. And I don't know about you, but like I'll be in the weight room and I'll start singing and shaking my ass and I forget there's people even around me. <laughs> yeah, if I can. Usually I don't. It's tough for me to do that, like just dance and shit. It's usually I just listen to my music, don't even look at anyone, just and vibe chill. out. See, I like to yeah. do one of those, one of those fifty. <laughs> you know, Fifty Cent only rap; he only dances like this. I've never seen him dance any other way. This is it. Just one hand bobbing left, <laughs> perpendicular hands, ninety degree angle. That's all he does. He's voguing. That's what he's doing. He's voguing. Yep. Uh, but it's a big thing, man. Singing can literally move your attention to something else, completely regulate you. Mm-hmm. And the next biggest thing is playing music. I don't play any music. Spencer, you ever played an instrument? Uh, I play a little bit of drums, but not much, no. Okay. Uh, so the science behind it, uh, you can. there's a really cool TED Talk that's mm-hmm. animated. It's all cartoony and stuff. Uh, I'll try to actually link that in here. Uh, playing music is like legit crack. Crack. You know, actually, this is a side business that we started. Crack chicken. <laughs> crack chicken. Jesus. Ah, uh, the conversations we have. Yep. <laughs> so the chickens are actually, you know, they, they eat crack. All right, let me stop. <laughs> um. So it's literally just fireworks in your brain for dopamine and serotonin, norepinephrine, and so playing music can literally change your entire mood and perspective. A lot of my students with depression, anxiety, but depression, I'll have them start getting back to playing their instruments uh, to get some of that neural activity going again because depression is usually probably in the absence or depletion of serotonin and dopamine. Uh, So that's one of my major tools I use is getting back to playing the music. And... For those of you folks who are neurodivergent, which is a lot of folks that watch the pod, mm-hmm. a lot of us are really good at singing. 
-hmm. or they're really good at playing an instrument, right? And we can also hear things on different tones and levels, right? Our perception on things is is fine-tuned. So I have a lot of students that uh, will sing or play instruments, or they are an encyclopedia of music like my brother. Yeah, he knows a lot. Played Third Eye Blind. He knew that song right away. Oh, he knows every song. Any any he song that you play, song. most likely he knows it. And if he doesn't know it, he gets anxious, and then he'll Google it, and then he'll know everything about the entire soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. I, I always try to stump him. I always try to find something. I feel like, like it happens, song? yeah. He's like, what is this? Wait, 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 wait. What is this? He just holds up his phone. What is this? Shazam. Hmm. Ah, uh, yes. Good year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2005. Yes. Good year. Good year. Ah. <laughs> smells like jock. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I smell my phone, people. Uh, sorry. Don't do um, that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, it's a thing, man. Music soothes the soul. I tell you, if you want to soothe my soul sometimes, uh, right mood in the car. Earth, Wind, and Fire is the way to go. So uh, you already know that. You'll play it, and I'll be like, yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, da, da, da. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Also, um, I've been playing a lot. This band called Heat Wave. They're really good. Um, okay. I played one song for Pops, and he has a story about like a dude trying to hit on his sister <laughs> with the song. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it's always and forever. By oh Heat yeah, Wave. great song. Isn't, isn't that something though? How music can just trigger all these memories. It does. It really does. Yeah, man. That's why I can't listen to "Umbrella" by Rihanna anymore. It reminds me of one of my exes. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Damn. Also, yeah, because I used to play it all the time, or she used to play it too. And one of my other exes had the ringtone for me. Oh, I can't remember the white girl's name that sang it, but it was like Crankum. <laughs> My nose, something down to my toes. I don't know where to go. Sounds like a Taylor Swift song. Oh, it was it definitely some white lady. It's crinkle my toes, <laughs> something crinkle my nose, down to my toes. So and so every time I, I would hear it, I have the huh? same thing. I have one song. It's um, what is it? It's by Tyler the Creator. Um, you live in my dream. And- my fantasy see you again by Tyler okay. creator me my ex and i play that song all the time and now i'm go. just like i can listen to it but i'm just like i don't have, it doesn't have the same feeling yep as when i first listened to I it i can't listen you know? to them songs anymore another one that always yeah. get gets me in a weird mood is the one that they played over and over and over for fast and the furious when i see you again oh, like yeah. i just i just can't i'm as soon as i hear it, i'm like that's nope. a tough one that's a tough one yep yeah uh, oh yeah because you're just remembering your boy that died and then i literally grew oh, yeah. up watching it's just it's, yeah yeah that's a tough one I yeah that's yeah, too tough yeah yeah it's amazing how they can just trigger all those memories man i remember whenever i listen to classic rock i think the reason why i like it is not because mm-hmm. my dad liked it, it uh it's because when i used they used to drive me because i was in detention school it was pretty much school for folks that were autistic Mm-hmm. Behavior modification school. So they would bust me out like 20, 30 minutes out to the country where they had wow. this special education program. And uh, the bus driver only listened to classic rock. That was it. Yeah. So you know, I knew all the songs. You know, I'm like jamming <laughs> shit. I know Led Zeppelin Auto Boys. You're like, yeah, play that Motley Crew again. That's yeah. 
Que chazo, no. Shake my hair. That's why yeah. I used to have it. Yeah, you're like, ah, it's flowing today. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm shining my head right now, people. <laughs> Yeah, music, man, can transport you. Uh, another cool thing, if folks want to, is with songs, remember, good vibes. What are the good, good vibe songs? Don't We don't need to know your bad vibe ones. Yeah, no. It's just like, uh, I will say, Linkin Park, there's one song off an album I've been rocking to. Uh, just goes off. Um, but yeah, it's Linkin Park, man. That's one, good if ones. I'm like... Yeah, they have some good ones. Yep. But they also have something where you're like, oh shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's called From the Inside. Oh, okay. That song right there, man. It's like From the Inside. Okay. Chester Bennington, that motherfucker, man. R.I.P. as well, right? R.I.P. Yep. R.I.P. Talking a lot today about this folks that have died and are committed suicide. It happens, man. I mm-hmm. think uh what was super weird is that. X on one of those albums that came out afterwards that his family released. He, he was talking mm. about, you know, yeah, I never used to listen to that guy. And then he died and it just got me interested in the guy. And then, you know, it kind of makes you sad because you wish you would have known the guy and appreciated them when they were alive. Right. This released after he died like five years right. ago. Right. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's ironic. Because I, mean, I didn't, I didn't know about X until that. after he passed. I never listened to X yeah. until after he passed. Same with me and Mac Miller. I never really listened to him before he died. And then yep. I listened to a few of his al- later albums. And I was like, holy shit. These are- I had a student uh, that was literally had to come into therapy because Mac Miller was like the like their their thing. That was their thing. Right. And they're like, bro, I'm depressed. I don't even know. Like, if this can happen to them, what's what's what's, what's going on? I don't even know. It's so they were so they were devastated. Yeah. 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 Terrible. Good kid. Same thing if like. He has a lot of controversy around him, but if like Kanye ever like died when he dies, um, yeah. that's gonna be like one of the saddest days for me because I just love Kanye West's music. His di- just, discography is intense. Oh, so much good stuff, and that's the thing. It's like we all are talking shit about him right now, but it, when he dies, people are going to be like, he was probably the greatest artist that ever came out. One of my boys. That's what they're gonna say. I don't know if it's it's hard to do. They say uh, you can hate the artist, but you don't have to hate the art. Yeah. I think that's hard to segregate sec- segregate the two. But I do know what that student meant by that, right? Sometimes it's the tough. art is greater than the person. There are some artists where they've done some really shady shit, not mm-hmm. good, like very illegal stuff, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I see what you're doing there, <laughs> Little Michael. <laughs> Yeah. First of all, no, not little Michael. I can oh, listen to Michael all day. I don't give a fuck. I'll play it out loud. Oh, who shit. was you doing this? That reminded me of Michael Jackson. I can't say it. I'm not oh, gonna say okay. it on here. Oh, Yo, you're fine. You're good. Yeah, you're good. But yeah, today about music, man, is it can help soothe the soul. We talk about different songs and variations. What, how it can trigger a lot of memories and thoughts, good and bad. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the big things is you know how is folks will think. That, you know, we can take this away from you or you don't need this or you shouldn't have this in class or wherever it's at to regulate. If you need something mm-hmm. to regulate, regulate. If it needs to be like a toy, stuffed animal, certain clothing, whatever it is, 
get the stuff that you need. If you need a therapist to write you a letter or a doctor to write you a letter, get that. We can give you permission and services to have that so that you can regulate and do your thing. The next thing is to help your therapist or if you can do it yourself to advocate with your family. Because let's be real, your family could be some of the oppressive ones there are. They want you to do this, this, and this. I've had parents call me up. Why does my daughter only wear black? Why the fuck do I know? If she wants to wear black, she wants to wear black. Like, she's going to class now, so who cares? Yeah. Like, I need you to talk to her to wear a dress. I'm not telling your fucking daughter to wear a dress. I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's a little awkward. I'm not, I'm not telling your daughter to wear a dress. I'm not telling anyone to fucking wear a dress. Your daughter's cool and vibing and talking to me. The first, one of the first people ever, they're going to class. They're wearing black. Who gives you shit? Let them wear black. Well, and with that, it's kind of like your daughter, tr- their daughter trusts you for a reason because you're not going to push her to the edge of, yeah, and not going to just now tell her what to do like her parents. So it's like, what's the point of you being there then, Naz? Because then you're just being a parent to her, which doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. She trusts you for a reason. She trusts. You know, she doesn't really trust her parents to have that opinion for a reason also, because yep. obviously not since she's going to you. So it was crazy, man. Um, I was like, homie, well, here's the crazy thing. Hmm. After I moved to Purdue, right, that mama hit me back up to wonder if I could talk to the daughter after she done graduated. I'm like, moms, I think you need therapy yourself. I was like, I yeah. think you should seek services for yourself. I mean, your daughter is more than, you know, she can get therapy too, but. Uh, this is intense for you to be contacting me at a different school about how to talk to your daughter. Uh, So I sent them some resources some materials about how to find therapists. But man, some of these people, man, they'd be wild. Did they ever Uh, get back to you? uh, No, I I think they, I think they said thank you. Um, So that was cool. But some of these parents, man, they just want to change their kids so much, so, so, so much. And then they wonder why the kid hates them or depressed. Uh, Like this is a different topic for a different day, but we do have a lot of queer folk that watch our channel. Uh, same mm-hmm. thing comes in with queer identities, uh, gay, um, right, bi, trans, all that stuff, everything under the umbrella. So if you can force your kid to be like you or to be like certain parts of society, they're going to fucking hate you. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but maybe you're going to say it's going to protect them because then they won't get all the backlash. Maybe. But then also there's a good chance that they'll grow up with a ton of depression, not knowing who they are, not knowing who you are, hating themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a good path. So I'm, I'm not saying you fully support a five-year-old figuring out their identity. Um, but I'm saying that maybe it'll be less repre- repressive and restrictive. Maybe help them, guide them, talk to them, give them a space to where they can communicate. Right. Or they're just going to end up in my office or in the hospital for suicidality. Uh, and I know some people hate saying that because technically you're saying like if you don't conform and do whatever the kid says and they'll be suicidal. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's a certain way to love people without telling them you are trash unless you conform. Right. And then the person becomes depressed because then they have no hope. So folks, uh, try your best to be less restrictive. And us neurodivergent folks are not being narcissistic by asking to be treated in a certain way that allows us to function in society. Mm-hmm. Many of us, like me and Spence, we can cope, we can assimilate, we right, we're regulated into society. Many other folks that are not as as lucky as us to where you know there's some just dis- a little bit more dysfunction. 
Um, so for the parents or for y'all young folk that are paying attention, keep that in mind too when you're working with people, you know. Uh, any other any other talkings too? Any other blessings, Spence, before we get out of here? No, I think we're good. I think we covered everything. Uh, everybody who has watched this video, please comment below. A, your favorite shows to watch on the regular, on the rig. Um, and then also, what are your favorite? What are your favorite happy songs that you like to play over Correct. and over again? Because um, we'd like to know. We want to hear from you. Say it. Put it in the comments. Don't just say it out loud. Put it in the comment. Type it out. Because yep. guess what? Then we'll see it. And then we'll be like, wow, I like that too. Or wow, that's dog shit. <laughs> like, wow, shout out Jamal. <laughs> wow, thanks for giving me your opinion now. Shut the fuck up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> if you do write this on Instagram, then uh, I'll at you and then put you on the story. Ooh. At you, put you on the story. I'll put you in front of 70,000 people. 70,000. <laughs> yeah. See, 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 the way I said the 7,000 sounded like 70, so, you know, I can trick some people now. Whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> one of your tri- I, I swear to God, he said there were 70,000 people on here. I just, well, how more like seven. To seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 70, it's dyslexia. Yeah. <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you for watching so much. Uh, please hit all the buttons down below. That's the like button. That's the comments. That's the follow. Do it all, please. Thank you. And uh, this has been Nazir Spencer. And this is the Different Spectrums Podcast. Bye. Good night. Don't forget to spay it or neuter your dog. Mm. I think that's from that TV show. <laughs>